Hello, this is a Trevor Jackson podcast sponsored by Anchor app. Hey, what's good, everybody? I hope y'all enjoyed the previous podcast with Daniel Jackson. He gave a lot of uh, good information on the spirit, the spirit realm, by himself being a spiritual guide. The main thing that I took from the show was like being aware that this isn't it. This isn't all. This isn't your last stop. Life continues to move forward and you got to find your purpose. Mm, You got to find your purpose. That was a good, that was a good show, man. If you missed it, go back and look at it, go back and check it out. But on this podcast, we, we back to our regular scheduled program. It's a cabinet conversation and we talking wins and losses. I just got through watching the BET Awards, so we're going to touch bases on that a little bit. We're going to touch bases on the Florida buildings collapsing. We're going to touch bases on the fight last night. Javante Davis and also the 17-year-old is breaking records. He's busting people up and he's breaking records, but let me be quiet. Let's get to it. Jasmine Sullivan, big salute. She won album of the year, big salute. That album was dope, though. I can't even lie. I can't even cap that. That album was dope. But so the BET Awards just went off, and what kind of shocked me, though, was how many people died since the last BET Awards. They highlighted, like, the people of our culture that passed. And death is so relevant in our lives right now. It's so right in our presence like it's we're so aware of it so many people is dying and we have these phones and this technology so we know at an instant when people die and i'm gonna just name a few of the names like that i knew the people that i knew but it was more the list kept going i couldn't even write down all the names it just kept going and going and going and it's just crazy like how our lives is right now the situations that we're in the positions we're in so Shock G, rest in peace to Shock G, the founder of Tupac Digital Underground, Shock G. Gail Sayers, Gail Sayers, the legendary Gail Sayers, MF Doom, Natalie Reed, Tiny Lister, Debo, man, John Fletcher, Joe Clark, Hank Aaron, Cicely Tyson, Leon Spinks, Reggie Warren, Paul Mooney, Black Rob Chadwick Bozeman, and DMX. And I got to salute uh, Swiss Beats, Jada Kiss, Buster Rhymes, all the people that came out and uh, celebrated DMX home going like that was a, a a great going away performance in his realm of hip hop, his sport, his uh, professional talent that he had. Like that was touching for real, man, because DMX played a part in a lot of people's lives, especially if you 35 and up, man. He played a part in our lives, like from acting movies to 
music videos to hit records back to back to an incredible stage performance. Jay Z just spoke on it recently on uh uninterrupted on LeBron James show that come on HBO. Jay Z spoke on DMX how DMX helped him upgrade his performance, how he helped him level up his performance, and DMX was the reason he boycotted the Grammys. He won the Grammy and boycotted it because he felt as if he didn't deserve it over DMX because the year he won the Grammy, DMX released two platinum projects and didn't win the Grammy. So that gave Jay-Z a reason to boycott him. But man, the BT Wars, it was kind of dope this year, man. At the end of the day, salute to Megan Thee Stallion. She cleaned up. She probably won about four or five awards. She cleaned house. You know what I'm saying? The best performance to me, it was, uh, what's my boy name? Dang, I forgot that group name, but they got a group. That group is called something, but I know him as, you know what I'm saying? Uh, shit, what's his name? Silk Sonic. Silk Sonic. Them boys, they won best group, and they had the best performance, in my opinion. Silk Sonic. I don't even know them boys' name right now for some reason. Mm-mm. But Silk Sonic. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars. I got their name. I got their name. Don't count. Don't discount on yourself, Trev. And then <clears throat> Lil Nas X ain't going to be shocking nobody no more, kissing people and twerking on devils and stuff. At the end of his performance tonight, he kissed another man, like, live on TV at nighttime. Come on now. That ain't shocking no more. I ain't, what, what, what point you prove? Everybody in the whole universe know you gay now. It ain't. It ain't shocking no more. It's not the shock value is gone, dog. But continue to do you. I'm not a hater, though. I'm not a hater. As long as you're successful and you continue to be successful, if that's what makes you happy, do it. Is that a win or is that a loss, him doing that? Continue to doing it and having to do it now. And uh, Queen Latifah, she won the Lifetime Award for uh, just the length of her career, the the length of it and the like the success of it for how long she's been in the game, like from acting to makeup to rap to videos to executive producing other projects and highlighting other people's to running her company flavor unit. Like big salute queen, big salute. And then Lil' Kim came out and performed her song, one of her songs, you and I T Y. It was a, a beautiful thing. It was a great celebration. The city girls came out and they twerked it up. You know what I mean? It was a, a down good show, man. It was a good show. That's all I can say. It was a good show. So we're going to move on. We're going to move on in the podcast. Wish I'd have got my video up earlier. How many people seen a fight last night? I'm going to play a little bit of the fight. How many people seen a fight last night? And did you enjoy the fight? Because I did. You know what I mean? I watched every second of it. Javante Davis. Let's, let's get a little peek at it. Ain't nothing there to be said. The boy got a lick on him. 
You see that body shot? What it did to the boy? 140 pounds hitting like it. Ain't nobody in that weight class going to be able to beat Tank. Mayweather seemed extremely happy in press conferences and at the end of the fight conference and stuff, conversations. He seemed happy because he know he got a bag on his hand. He got a big bag, and he's going to be getting a piece of that bag probably his whole career until he decides to go on his own or whatever. But do y'all see Tank breaking Mayweather's uh, record, 50 wins? Hmm. I don't know. Tank going to lose at that weight class the way he's slapping folks around, man. Real talk. But big salute to Tank. And hell of a fight, my brother. Hell of a fight. Hell of a way to put on the show. It wasn't a quick quick beatdown, though, like that. And then we got stuff going on in Florida, right? Like, you know me, I, I study real estate. I do well in that in that field with mentally. And what's going on in Florida? Let's check it out. What's going on in Florida? For night, no let up in the search for survivors. The world is watching and the world is caring what happens right here in Surfside. This morning, startling new documents released by Surfside City officials reveal in a 2018 field survey, engineering firm Morabito Consultants uncovered structural problems with the building. The report highlights cracks in concrete, writing, MC's review of the parking garage revealed signs of distress and fatigue. Who had access to the building codes? And how often do they do a reappraisal? Hmm. Adding abundant cracking and spalling of varying degrees was observed in the concrete columns, beams, and walls, which included instances with exposed deteriorating rebar. The report goes on to say that failed waterproofing is causing major structural damage to the concrete structural slab below the pool deck and entrance, and that failure to replace the waterproofing in the near future will cause the extent of the concrete deterioration to expand exponentially. Again, this report was issued almost three years ago. None of these instances described have been linked to the cause of the collapse. Now, three days into this disaster, the community still reeling. You can't console people because, you know, as long as the bodies are not being found, there's no consolation. Attorney Adam Schwartzbaum grew up in this condo. We just keep hoping that there'll be some miracles and that we'll see some rescues and some people will make it out of this. 15-year-old Jonah Handler miraculously pulled from the rubble alive, but sadly his mother, Stacy Fang, becoming the first victim to be identified. This is giving me 9-11 vibes, like... <sighs> the building, first of all. Who was up on the coals? It's supposed to be somebody yearly checking to see the structure to see if it can be upheld or we need to take it down or we, we need to do something about it. Like, you know what Miami look like when you go down there. <laughs> I get deeper into it, but somebody got lawsuit on their hands, though. Big boy lawsuit. Judy Spiegel's daughter, Rachel, holding out hope, but giving the medical examiner DNA samples if a match is needed. I just hope and pray that I can hug her again. 
Urban search and rescue teams here in Surfside have heard no voices, no deliberate tapping to suggest someone is trying to communicate with the outside world. Just nine days before the collapse, the condo association's engineer contacted five general contractors to begin the recertification required for Florida buildings 40 years old. Now that the building has collapsed, we're going to need a, uh, an engineer to try to dig into this. Some this more say asking the question why will come after the agony of what few want to say out loud. Hopeful about survivors. I'm not hopeful. So at the end of the day, those people live in that condo. They was at home. That's what they call home. That's their place of relaxation, place of, place of sleep, place of peace. And it collapsed on them. We all know when we go to Miami, it looked like 1980, the crack era still with the pink buildings, blue buildings, and baby blue buildings and all of that. They like the crack era. They don't invest no money into the structure of Miami. They leave it the aesthetic that it is, and then this happens. This lawsuit is going to cause all condos and all high-rise places to check. They're going to have to do some checking. Because this is gonna be a lick. This is gonna be a lick more than what it's worth. But man, peace, love, and abundance to all of those people. And I hope more people are found alive than will be found dead. Real talk. So the last top topic I'm gonna get on. No, I got two more. I apologize. First, I'm gonna get on Soldier Boy and Bow Wow verses. So when I watched, before I watched, I was thinking Soldier Boy was going to win because I don't think Bow Wow songs is going to stand the test of time. Right now, Bow Wow is 34, 35 years old. It was cool seeing Omarion come out. It was cool seeing Lil Romeo come out. It was cool because that was their prison. It was at their time. But Bow Wow music didn't age well. It didn't grow up well. His music seemed like I was listening to Disney songs. Songs that was for Disney cartoons or Disney movies or whatever. It didn't stand the test of time of growth growing into a man and it, it just seemed cheesy at the end of the day and to me soldier boy won soldier boy legendary he the first to start everything the first to do everything they joke with soldier but soldier is a very talented individual and he's a legend and his music st stood the test of time it grew with his age it grew into grown man music so that was my take from versus versus was good we had versus last night we had a fight last night, BET Awards. Man, we had a pretty good night. Wins and losses. What's popping? What's popping? So the last thing I want to touch on, me and the Jackson boys, we uh talked about this before, but yesterday live, he ran. He ran for the first time. And this time against big boy competition, he ain't number 17 years old. You know what I'm saying? But And he broke both record before, and now he racing up against my God, Noah Lyle. He racing up against real grown man competition. And I thought he wasn't going to stand a chance, the young boy. Young boy, uh, Arian Knighton. But he went to work. And we're going to watch him. Go to work. Bolt's world under 18 200 meter record. He turned pro, and that's the only reason why he will not get credit for having broken Noah Lyle's high school national record. He ran 20.04 in his opening round heat. He's only 17, but I guarantee you, he is going to factor in this race. He's in lane six. He's already got this guy's attention. Noah Lyles. 
top three go through. There's Lyle second from the right. And if Lyle second from the outside can be in contention around this turn, which he is, I'm not worried about the second half of this race. That's his strength. Here comes Arian Knighton, though. The 17-year-old in the middle of the track. The 17-year-old's going to beat the world champ as he eases up and goes through in a 1988. My goodness. And the wind is legal. That would be another world under 18 record once it's ratified. So remember that boy ran up on that the building. Smoke Noah so bad he ran about the build. <laughs> Them wheels. Big salute, though. Big salute, man. Congratulations to the young boy, man. Who excited for the Olympics? Ain't nobody talking about it. That ain't nothing in our community that y'all excited about. Who excited for the Olympics? I know I am. And I'm going to be tuning in to the Olympics. All of it. I'm here for all of it. And I'm even tuning in for the Tour de France. We're going to talk about that. Another day soon, the tour to France. Because it's better. But um, I appreciate everybody tuning in. Make sure you go check out the Daniel Jackson interview on the previous show and enjoy the rest of your night. Peace, love, plenty of abundance. Go and get you some money. Support the sponsors that uh support the podcast. Thank you. Jackson Podcast.